this is Echo. I thought that was neat. The song we just sang was Echo. <clears throat> There's a scripture I'm going to read this morning. It says, They brought children to Jesus that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased. Not just a little displeased, but he was much displeased. Just picture that. You know, we've been watching The cho Chosen, some of those uh, episodes here lately, and just reality of the realness of Jesus here on this earth when he walked. But he was much displeased with them because they didn't want the children to go to come up to him. And he said to them, suffer the little children, or permit the little children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. For of such is the kingdom of God. And he took them up in his arms and he blessed them. And uh, that just struck me that these little ones mean so much to him. And we have Caitlin here to dedicate her Matthias. And we have Forrest and Rebecca dedicating Echo to the Lord this morning. And as a congregation, you know, we do it before the congregation as we dedicate them because we're asking you to help to be a part in raising them up in the Lord. And that really happens as our children grow up in a congregation, in a church family, that we might be amazed at the impact that we have on the little ones in a church family, directing them to the Lord, being assistance to their parents. But I ask you as a, as a church family, will you commit to doing that, to helping them raise them up in the Lord? What's your answer? Yes, with your help, that's a good. But then I ask the parents too, if you will, make that same commitment to raising them up in the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's where we're at. Amen. So we're going to anoint them with oil, which represents the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to ask Andrew, do you have a mic? I think there's one here we'll get for you. Right there. We'll have Andrew pray a prayer over each one. So we dedicate you, Matthias, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we dedicate you along with your mom. And echo, in Jesus' name, we dedicate you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, let's, let's all stand up as we pray here. Praise God. And you can reach your hand out and agree with us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, this is a new day for these families, Lord. We um, lift up Echo and Matthias to you, Lord. 
Uh, these are children that you have created. Lord, I just pray that you would be with uh, parents, grandparents, families, Lord, and uh, the church family. Guide and direct all of us as we continue to encourage these two to grow closer to you. And uh, yeah, we just uh, thank you in advance for children that will walk in your ways by faith in you. In Jesus' name. Everyone in agreement said? Amen. 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 Congratulations on that. That was a very good step for you. Well, let's greet each other in the Lord before we move along here. And the children are released to your classes as well. Thank you. Well, that's very special. That's another one. You know, we talk about God winks, you know, little God winks. Oh, we can see that he's, there's a special touch or something happens. And I thought that was neat because I was sharing before the service with, with Rebecca and Forrest, you know, about, I have the service outlined here with the songs that were going to be sung and and uh, I said the last song just before you'll come up that you can listen for it. and I looked at it and it says echo <laughs> and, I like it. you know and here we're dedicating echo today yes. or we did already and uh, so Daniel came walking past me and I says what's is that song really echo that's the name of it he said yeah echo oh, so <clears throat> but the flowers that are before us, they're from uh, the memorial service that we had yesterday for Glennis Coffin, that's Peter's grandma. Um, the word that came to me, they asked us to share a little bit, and the word, and that didn't happen until I started walking down. I had all these things on the list that I was going to share, but there were a lot of people that shared before us, and they hid everything that I was going to say. So, I thought, so we were sitting next to each other. We said, cross that one off. <laughs> so I said, Lord, you want me to say anything? And then just so clearly, steadfast yes. and stable. Faithful. Faithful. Glennis was steady. absolutely... Steady was another word. She was absolutely a functioning part of this church family and also in the community. For many years. Yeah, in different ways. And so... And I know she started bringing Peter with her when he was in junior high, right? So there was... An import there for Linnea, too. <laughs> Is that why you kept coming back to a youth group, Peter? <laughs> that's, that's not a very nice question. Well, <laughs> might have affected it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and so now Novella is here, too. That's pretty special. 
So one of the things that yesterday, um, Judy Fowler's name was mentioned as well as Steve's mom because they were close friends of Glennis. But when you all were singing happy birthday to me, thank you. Can you tell him what you whispered to me? Oh. Well, he said happy birthday to me about your mom. Well, we had, for Christmas, the kids gave us a, it's a, a frame that you can put pictures from your phone. It'll Wi-Fi them on there or whatever you call it. And even short videos, and we have a video of singing happy birthday to my mom, like her 90th birthday or something like that. At David Jones' house. Was that where it was? Uh-huh. But anyway, we, we sang it, and, you know, usually people like Joyce this morning, she, I don't know if you say it's embarrassing, but it's, you know, it's just kind of, you know. Were you embarrassed? When? I wasn't embarrassed. I was receiving no, it as sure. an honor. I'm not sure that was the right we word. We won't but, sing to him but, on his birthday. Well, I think you know, I, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, so we get done singing, and then Mom says, uh, "Can you sing that over again?" She says, "She says I want to tape it or I want a video of it." No, she just wanted to record it. Or you record got it wrong. I did. <laughs> he was, she, the whole time, the whole family's there. The whole family's there singing happy birthday to grandma. And the whole time she's with her iPhone trying to get yeah, it to right, record. Right. And we finally finished it and she looks up, can you sing that again? And so yeah. she could record it. So that's what he whispered to me this morning. Every, yeah. He was reminded of that. And yeah, mom, very special. You know, mom, we don't know, of course, we can only imagine, but it certainly is possible that mom was one of the ones that was there welcoming so. Glennis as she yes. entered in uh, to that realm, into that wonderful realm, that hope we have, um, that coming, coming glory, you know that is before us. Our, our message today, we've been working on it for a few weeks now, some time. It's based around the scripture, Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Paul said that. Rejoice in the Lord. How much? Always. And again, I say Rejoice. And so it's kind of different. Steve knew that this would be what we share, but it's sandwiched between two funerals. Yesterday, Glennis were leaving after church to go to uh, the cities for Jude Van Tassel's um, memorial service. And it's just kind of different. I even said, are you sure that's the right message? for today, like the Ventassels aren't here, they're on their way, um, but anyway. Yeah, and so, um, that, that's right, and it's been kind of a hard week in, in a sense, because 
you know, for Glennis, you know, she was 86 years old and so ready to go. She desired to go. She, I mean, that's what her, where her heart has been this last little while here, for sure. But Jude, you know, he was six years old and uh, he did have some special needs, but he was doing well. He was in school, um, I think public school probably, was it? I'm not sure what kind of school, but anyway, he was in school every day. And Eric was here with the two girls uh, visiting Mark and Sue, and then he got a call from his wife that Jude passed. And uh, so I, talked, I called Mark that, that night, and we talked together, and we cried together, and um, that scripture came to me, and this isn't on, will be on the screen, I don't think. But Romans twelve fifteen: rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And that's what we do in the body of Christ in a church family. There's times when we rejoice together, you know, rejoice in the victories because we have a lot of victories and we see a lot of things. But then sometimes there's things that happen that are extremely hard, and this is extremely hard. You know, we witnessed that and we're through that with others through the years too. When, especially when children die. But thank God, you know, for his salvation. Yes. But, but yes. yet still we, we do, we weep with those who weep. I mean, there's a... There's something in there that you're, when we're connected in the Lord and that love is there, then when one suffers, it says that, I think it's 1 Corinthians 12, 26, that when one's, well, when one rejoices, we all rejoice with them. It says it there too. But then when one suffers, we all suffer with them. And there's a hurting. And, um, but, it says in Psalm, this won't be up on the wall either, the Psalm 30, verse 5, it says, Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And you know what? Joy is something that goes deeper yeah. than the current circumstances. And the rejoicing is in the Lord. It's in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. It, says, it doesn't say rejoice in the circumstance. Even It doesn't say that. I mean, we're in the midst of circumstances, but it's, we need to know, why are we, how can we rejoice when it's not going good, when there are hard things? Well, it's in the Lord. It's in the Lord. Joyce in the Lord, and again, then says always. Yeah. So I had grabbed this. We're doing lots of things that aren't in the notes. Um, this is written by Rhonda Vanderbush. That's Bill Vanderbush's mother. Remember her husband 
was it Henry? Henry. The barn revivalists yeah, or whatever barn, we did. Barn preacher. But she wrote this, and it's about um, when you said, well, you'll understand. This is Rhonda Vanderbush writing this. My friend Heidi Baker was in Israel when war broke out. And she, along with her mission students, had to quickly run to the bomb shelter, along with Orthodox Jews and people from all over the world. Also in that bomb shelter was a Messianic rabbi from Ukraine who had come to Israel with his wife to take a break from war in his country. This rabbi began sharing with them that in Ukraine, when the bombs are exploding and there is chaos on all sides, they begin praising the Lord and worshiping. Worship is a powerful weapon we can use to de defeat the enemy, he shared. The Lord also told the Ukrainians to laugh because the joy of the Lord is their strength. And if you have no joy, you have no strength. So there in the bomb shelter, this is from um, Heidi Baker, there in that bomb shelter in Israel, all the people began singing and worshiping together, Jews and Gentiles alike. And the glory of the Lord fell upon them. Heidi Baker said, worship in a bomb shelter is a different level of worship. I would guess so. Anyway, you didn't know I even grabbed that. I didn't know I was going to read that. But there's something to it. So that's when the joy comes forth too. That's one of the things that Primes the pump of joy. Joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is in us. But as we worship, as we praise God, there's a rejoicing then that comes forth, and the joy starts flowing. Mm -hmm. The joy flow starts going. And, and so even in the midst of things, you know, yes, we can, we can have joy even when we're weeping. <laughs> I know I've had that with my mom a lot since she passed a couple years ago. Actually, sometimes it'll just hit you. You know how it's like if you had a loved one that's passed. And all of a sudden, there it is. It just hits you. And at least with me, anyway, that's the way it is. And I, and I can't even talk then. You know, I mean, I just kind of get emotional and I can't talk. But yet, at those times, I think the joy is just as great, if not greater, than. And other times, because, okay, let's go here. Now, this isn't on the wall, going to be on the wall either. This is from Luke 2. And this is what we just came through, Christmas. You know, it seems more like Christmas outside this morning than it did last week. Or yes. On Christmas <laughs> Day, it was raining. <laughs> the 
grass was turning green and um, it was. I don't know if there, Doug, is there a way to put light back up on the manger there? Maybe not the way you got lights this morning, huh? But anyway, um, you can think of that because this is from Luke 2. And now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Now, they were afraid of the situation. They were in a situation there, and they were fearful of it. But maybe you have a situation this morning where fear is trying to get in. You know, whatever it is, fear for the day, fear for whatever, you know, even some of the things we've just been talking about. But what it said is, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Good tidings of great joy, which shall be to how many? All, All people. Thank you. That includes you, it includes me right now. Mm-hmm. It includes Glennis's family, it includes Ventasso family, and all of us. Four. Mm-hmm. Here's the four. There is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. Thank you, Lord. Yes. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A Savior. Mm -hmm. See, that's why we can have joy even when we're anticipating, you know, I mean, even the Ventassels, even those that are close family ties and loved ones. You know, in these times when someone has departed, we won't see them anymore here on this earth. That's why in the foyer, you'll see um, Glennis's obituary with a candle burning, but on the counter, there's a display with Heaven is Real books, the little boy who visited heaven. That is, we'll be bringing with us to that funeral because it's, he was a little boy. But those books, this was at Joy's suggestion. Uh, some of those children are preschool age. And the books that the church will be giving is a child's book describing that little boy's experience in heaven with full-colored pictures, what he saw, which animals he saw. There's, like Steve said, it's kind of a paradox because there's 86-year-old Glennis and then 6-year-old Jude. And Jude is the one 
his transition to heaven is affecting children. The children he went to school with, the children from his neighborhood, and then the little Van Tassel girls who are in our church here. That was their cousin. Yeah, that's, see, that's, that's a hard part, you know, for all of us, and I'm sure most of us anyway, have had a close loved one die. Pass, you know, to heaven. You know, and that, this is why it's so important to get that message out there, all of us, to get the message of Jesus out there yes. to the whole world. You know, and this is, this is what, we're, what it's about. I mean, we're to be missionaries, but the thing is, and when that time comes, when we leave this earth, you know, that is farewell for now. That, that's what really touched my heart was, I don't know if you saw what Mark had written, he, and we put it on our w website or on the, right. uh, you know, he wrote about Jude, and but then at the end he, he said, Fair, farewell, young man, or goodbye, young man, is that what he said? But it just really gripped my heart. That, that, that is the reality when someone passes, that we won't see them here on this earth anymore. And that's not where our joy is, obviously. That's where the sorrow is. That's where the hurt is. That's where the pain is. But we can rejoice with great joy because we know that in Christ Jesus, rejoice in the Lord and what he has done for us because we know that we will see them again because of what he's done for us, because unto us has been born a Savior yes. who is Christ the Lord, a Savior, Jesus, whose birth we just celebrated here recently. Yes. And we're so thankful for that. So thankful for that. And so we do rejoice. But there's, it's times like this that we need to practice joy, you might say. And that was the word that came, was coming to me, that, that uh, the Lord was saying to practice it. Mm. Um, yeah. And rejoice, that's kind of what that word is about. Rejoice is, it's practicing joy or rehearsing joy. You know, doing it. We know who we are in Christ, and in him we know the joy of God is in us. By It's a fruit of the Spirit. This goes beyond our own joy. Our own joy, maybe you'd call more like happiness. You know, the joy of God can come forth into happiness. I mean, we do become happy, but it goes deeper than that. Way deeper than that. Yeah. All the way to eternity deeper than that. And we can rejoice in the Lord, and it's a good thing to do, especially if we start sensing that things in life are starting to get on us and starting to encroach on us and starting to weigh us down and to bring us into despondency and despair and depression even. Oh, that is the time to rejoice in the Lord. That's what Paul did. You know, he, Paul, when he wrote that, in Philippians 4.4, 4, it wasn't just some platitude that he was writing about that he hadn't experienced. He wrote the thing from jail. 
And those jails in that day weren't very good, I'm sure. You know, but it's a thing of rejoicing, practicing joy, practicing it. It doesn't come so easy at first sometimes. We had our young people, we were mentioning them earlier with the worship a few weeks ago. They did a, I don't know, you call that a live manger scene or what you call it that they did. A mannequin manger scene. Um, but I'm, I can guarantee you the first time they did that, the first time they had practice, it didn't come off that way. I was right? in here. <laughs> we saw some I of think it. Zach says, is this going to work? I think he said something. <laughs> like, what have we got ourselves into here? But it and got it there. Sarah knows that with plays we've done or, you know, anything like that. Uh, it, it's practicing, but the more that you do it, you get into a pattern. You get into a, it's like it becomes a habit to rejoice in the Lord. And, and it actually is one of the things, I brought this up here again. Some of you weren't here the day that we handed these out. Uh, it's a prayer for this day that we put together. And it's, and it's something that you can use. There, there's some on the Welcome Center counter if you didn't get one. They were, but we cleared that off for the funeral, so someone will need to bring them from the well, office. Well, I, I did. I put them oh, back Oh, okay, out there. good. But the first, the first line, it says, this is the day that you have made, Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I mean, that's a, a decision, right? I'll tell you, if you're going to wait till you feel like rejoicing, it for sure isn't going to happen when the hard days are there. And I don't know anybody that doesn't have hard days, that hasn't had hard days. What we're talking about, it's every day. It's not just when someone leaves this earth. I mean, that's, that's a real deep thing. But like I said, he had his notes, I had my notes. And I'm going to be honest, this is what happened here. I'm, the thing I was going to share is John 17, 13 that you may have my joy fulfilled in you. I started reading John 17 a few days before Christmas, and I just, each morning I'd go back, I'd read it, but verse 13, that my joy would be fulfilled in you, and it was during the time of these deaths. Um, Passion Bible says that um, my joyous delight in you would be fulfilled in you and overflow. It would overflow. So morning after morning, in my little quiet time space, I'm reading this message Bible that you may experience my joy completed in you. And I said, doesn't feel completed right now. Amplified says that um, you be, your joy may be made full and complete, filling your heart with my delight. And I specifically remember that morning, because that particular morning, uh, Steve usually sits by the dining room table and has his can of, it's either sardines or mackerel. And one of them smellier than the 
You don't eat mackerel in the morning? No. Sardines. Well, this particular morning, I, I had finished, and um, my quiet time, he was eating later. The sun was coming in that window where I normally sit. He took his tray with his stinky sardines, his breakfast, and he went to my spot. You know, I have all my notes, my, I mean, I've, I don't have a desk, so it's kind of like that's my, I'm looking. I had just read these verses, that your joy would be full in me, that you'd, your heart would be full of my delight, glad, um, uh, completely easy read version, she said, and I personalized them. It says in my notebook, Jesus says to me, I want you, Joyce, to be completely happy. I was not happy. Just seconds after I read it. <laughs> and so I stood there. I did ask him. I said, why? Well, he says, because the sun's on my back. He says, don't you want me to sit here? I says, actually, no. Well, why? Well, I says, for one thing, that sardine juice is stinky. Do you know what I mean? He says, it's on my tray. Um, I'll wipe it up. He says, I'll wipe it off. He doesn't wipe off tables and counters. That's not a thing that he normally does. And so he finished that. If I can't see dirt on it, I don't see any reason. That. That's what he right. <laughs> So anyway, I had to deal with myself. This was not a death. This was a simple thing of my husband going from his normal breakfast spot to my breakfast spot. And I lost my joy over it. I had to bring it back. I had to just rehearse it. What did you just read? This isn't the end of the world. I think you did it a couple of mornings. No. Two mornings? One. Because <laughs> I, lo I lost my joy because she lost her joy. <laughs> I mean, that was, you know what I'm talking about, guys? <laughs> so anyway, again, the next mornings, I went back to my notes. I kept rereading that same verse. Your joy is completed in me. And I would say, Lord, what does that mean? I studied it in Webster's. It means to be glad, to feel joy. In the Greek, it means to be cheerful, to be calmly happy. And then the morning, another morning, this is what happened. I had just finished reading this. Steve was making his breakfast. He was going to make curate coffee with this good coffee, ground coffee that Rob and Mary had given us as a gift. You know, you pour it, you scoop it into a little curate cup. It's not the pre-made kind. 
And so he says, is this enough? And he's showing me, and he tips it. And, you know, the grounds start to sprinkle out. Oops. And then um, I says, that's okay. Just wipe it up or whatever with a damp paper towel. So then he wipes it, and he comes to show me. He says, uh, this is mouse turds. He's showing me this napkin full of, I says, there's not one mouse turd in there. That's breadcrumbs, toast crumbs, and your coffee that you just spilled. I, I, know, I know a few buttons that she has that I can push to see. I'm telling so I you, I had just finished reading uh. this. I just finished reading it out loud. I gladden myself in you, Lord. And here it wasn't the sardines, here it was. And then I just said, well, that's, that's what's on counters. You know, when you make toast, there's crumbs. That's what happens. And what did you say? You. I don't remember. He says, I don't clean it if I don't see oh, anything yeah, right. on it. Right. But again, that morning, this time it was easier because I knew this is the thing of rehearsing that joy. Because face it, every day, every day there's something with yourself, you're frustrated with yourself, or someone else or some situation or maybe it goes to it's uh, something you just heard in news or whatever. So it is a thing where we need to practice it. It's, it's knowing, Lord, you can help me with this. I'm not going bit, to get bent out of shape over these little things. But I believe that he understands all that. There's something about him that I believe he is so much a part of us. He lived on this earth. He didn't have perfected days with perfected people those 33 years. He had things. He had situations or whatever. And um, he was an overcomer. We can be overcomers. So, but that's what I, right now, Lord, we thank you. We're here because you gave us breath. We're all breathing. We're all breathing, Lord. We have not at this point breathed our last breath. We're still here. And so we want you, Holy Spirit, to give us, to teach us, that fresh perspective on what your joy in us, fulfilling your, your joy fulfilled in us, your joy completed in us. Holy Spirit, keep teaching me. Keep teaching us, Lord. We want to be your students. We don't want to give up and say, well, I flunked so bad, I'm not even going to try to give my joy back. Lord, we want to be taught by you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the preciousness of the breath that we're breathing. 
And then we thank you, Lord, for the precious relationship we have with you and the precious relationship we have with one another. We're thankful this morning, and our joy is complete in you with that, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, I believe we're coming to a close here this morning, too. But I did, did want to get back to this, though. I was mentioning if you didn't get one of these, please be free to get one. And that would be for every member of your family if you want to have it. Yeah, we can keep um, making we can more. Make more of them. <clears throat> but it does, as I've been going over this, I've been noticing the first one on, on here is this is the day that you have made, Lord, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And then we have the scriptures are all there too. But then the seventh one down is, I will always rejoice in the Lord. And that's the scripture we're doing today here. Philippians 4.4. 4. I will always rejoice in you, Lord. And then it goes on. I do not have to worry or be anxious, but instead I will pray with thanksgiving and you will give me your peace. Thank you, Lord. Um, Kindle Books. The most read book in Kindle Books is the Bible. And... Philippians 4, 4 through 7 are the most underlined. Uh, under, it's the thing most underlined in Kindle books, of all of Kindle books. And there it is, Philippians 4, 4 through 6. And then also further down it says, instead I will rejoice and experience. Well, the line before is, Lord, because my hope is in you, I refuse to yield to self-pity, despair, or depression today. Instead, I will rejoice and experience the strength that comes from your joy. And that, of course, is Nehemiah 8.10. And so, Lord, we just receive these words. We know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we know that laughter comes with that too. Yes. Even in the midst of hard times that, that laughter can be released and it is healing. A merry heart does good like a medicine, your word says. And so we thank you for that today. And we just pray that each one of us might receive from this word yes. what you would have us receive that would help us today. Yes. That we'd feed on it and continue to meditate on it. And keep it rolling around and around in us in the midst of our lives and the things that take place. The good and the hard. Yes. The good and the bad things that we're challenged with. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. And Josh is going to share a few announcements. And I think you can just come up, Josh, and we'll just stay, wait here while you're doing that. Sounds good, Pastor Steve. Thank you so much for that. Finding joy, definitely a message hitting my heart this morning. It's difficult to find joy in our trials, but God commands yeah, us to do yeah. so. So thank you so much for sharing that this morning. 
Just a few announcements um, above and beyond our normal ones, but uh, again, today there is a fellowship meal after church. We do have Sloppy Joes being prepared at the moment. I'm smelling them out there. They smell fantastic. Don't forget about uh, Wednesdays. This Wednesday, January 10th, we have Touchpoint with Pastor Steve and Joyce. Um, <clears throat> and introducing a guest, well, not introducing Old Hat, but Deshua Bush will be joining them that morning. Abiding in the Lord is a message part two. Uh, six o'clock in the evening, we have Amplify uh, Youth as well as Kids Activities. Still looking for somebody to help out with elementary kids, so please, if you're willing and able and feeling led, please contact Kathy Cootley, 218-586-2365. Uh, upcoming events, again, as Pastor Steve mentioned, we have Jude's service tomorrow. Um, the celebration of life is tomorrow at 1 p.m. Visitation is around 12 o'clock at Living Word Chapel in Brooklyn Park. If you need the address, let us know, but it is 92017 75th Avenue North in Brooklyn Park. Upcoming event, we also have a Welcome to the New Year and Praise and Prayer event time with Tim and Kathy Pomp. They will be leading a worship service at the Aglo meeting it's on Saturday, January 13th at 10 o'clock till noon located in the Beltrami Electric Community Room. For all other announcements and all other things going on, check our website, check our Facebook page, and uh, you're welcome to view those things and get that information. There wasn't anything else that I missed. Is there anything else that uh, anybody else wanted to share this morning? Zach? He's got to have the mic too. Nice. So I will be quick, but I just want to make a quick announcement. Um, so Amplify Youth Group is going to be teaming up with Elevate Youth Group of Country Faith. We're going to be putting on an event on uh, February 2nd through the 3rd. Um, it's going to be called 30 Hour Famine. Um, essentially what it is is that we are kind of encouraging our youth to go a little bit deeper with their walk with Christ and specifically focusing on fasting. The youth have to go out and they have to find sponsors um, to sponsor them to do a 30 hour fast where that money that is raised for that event is sent to World Vision to feed communities that are starving. Um, so we are looking forward to this. We're expecting about 40 to 50 kids. Um, each kid is going to be looking for sponsors and raising that money. Um, and uh, it's just a great opportunity to encourage the kids to step out of uh, their daily routine, to acknowledge, um, you know, honestly, in America, we, we're... We're doing pretty good, and there's a lot of people out there who are struggling, and um, the fasting is going to help them learn to walk a little bit deeper with the relationship with Christ and to empathize with those who are starving as well. So keep that in mind. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. For those of us that are of, of certain uh, look and presentation, maybe we, fasting could be a little bit easier for I don't know, but teenage boys like my own, they have hollow legs and. It's going to be a challenge for them. I think it really will be so. Um, this morning I wanted to share with you, and I don't know if I've heard it recently, but I, I was visiting, I was trying to look in Scripture this morning. It was, it was God leading me somewhere. But I believe he was. He led me to our website. He led me to our website because it has who we are and who we have dedicated ourselves to being at Ten Strike Community Church. Check it out if you have a moment. But... Our website, right there, front page, home page, it says, Here at TCC, our heart is to be a church family where we are strong encouragers of one another in our daily walk with God. Our desire is to live in love, joy, and peace as we worship, pray, and serve the Lord together. Live in love, joy, 
and peace as we worship, pray. Not your name necessarily, but what you were speaking of, right? Um, Joyce and Joys. I love the name. It presents such a challenge to us. And I mean challenge like we're going to challenge you to find your joy in God, right? Our church symbol is the lighthouse. You see that right out there. And we believe that God would have us to be a light to the nations. We believe in the present day work of the Holy Spirit manifesting through the gifts of the Spirit and God's healing and delivering power. We emphasize the importance of knowing who we are and what we have in Christ Jesus. Our vision for the days before us is to connect people to God, connect people to people, and connect people to serve. Anyone is welcome to join us. As we reflect on that statement, so biblical, so rooted in Scripture, so rooted in the identity of our church and who we are supposed to be and who we are called to be. I was not part of that creation of that vision and that statement, but I love being part of this. And this is an amazing place for me to be. In order to move forward, in order to continue to spread the gospel, there are things that have to go on. There have to be people that are willing to serve, right? And yes, it does take dollars to keep our church going. But God is faithful, and we have all the faith in the world that he will provide for us. But this morning, we do pray over this morning's offering. We ask that God uses our offering to further his name, his word, and his gospel. And this morning, if you like to give, we have our boxes in the back of the room. Please feel free to do so. But let's pray over it. Let's pray over how God might use our dollars and our contribution to further his word. Father God, thank you so much again for this service this morning. We do pray over those moments where we, in our humanness, are asking why. Why did this happen? Why do bad things happen? Why do things go on in my life that give me trials and tribulations? But we ask that you flip that on, our, on its head, Father, that, that so natural emotion that we start looking at you and we start looking at, God, we're going to find you. We're going to see you in these moments. We're going to see you in the years to come. And we're going to reflect back on where you were in that moment and you are there, standing right beside us, holding us, caring for us, giving us the strength to move on, and we're going to rejoice that we came back on the backside of it better and more focused on you and more focused on what's most important. And Father, this morning, as we pray over this morning's offering, we just pray that it's blessed, that it can be used to support the ministries here at Ten Strike Community Church to do things like supporting our friends and our families that are going through these things, Father, that are going through these trials, going through these instances where they may have lost a loved one. But we also pray that it can be used to connect more people to you, Father, and to who you are. In your wonderful, amazing name, amen. Amen. You are dismissed. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. This great unknown Questions come and questions